while you're pooping, think about how you're a bad American if you haven't registered to vote. You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. Spark one up. I've never done a one, I do one. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I'm Aaron. Hello. Hello. In the bowl. In the bowlio. Another beautiful Tuesday night. Yes. In FEMA Region 7. September 22nd with episode 41. It's the autumn equinox. Happy equinox. Happy equinox. Happy bowl. You're listening to bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl. I'm Spencer. And I'm Lorian. <sighs> and we're just back from a whirlwind drive all the way down to East Texas. Hell yeah. And uh, been cleaning the studio. Well, let's talk about our drive. Let's talk about our drive. We took a wonderful weekend trip. Yes. Escape the Rona lockdowns and shenanigans and craziness. Mm-hmm. It's true. We went down to see our buddy Fletcher hang out for a weekend. Yes, we did. Burn some clean wood. Only clean wood, of course. It was like, uh, honestly, hold on. Yes, there we are. It was honestly like... Uh, Long episode of Hog Story. Because <laughs> it was like uh, me and Fletcher battling back and forth uh, on ISOs, even though <laughs> even though we were without our soundboards. We were just saying them out loud. That's kind of how it went. And then uh, kind of as the night got later and later, it ended like with everyone just staring at the stars for a really long time in silence and uh we saw some shooting stars saw some shooting stars just like the comfortable you know the comfortable silence when you're with good friends where it's like nobody wants to say anything because like it's getting to the time where like the next thing you have to say is like we better go so <laughs> you're just not saying anything that's just like at the end of hog story where we're all just kind of sitting there we're just like grinning <laughs> to ourselves no one wants to leave just no. hanging out it was so much fun. It was so refreshing. Yeah. We did split the drive up. So we started out uh, headed down to Joplin, and um, we had Wendy's at the first place we ever ate together, which yeah. is the Wendy's in Joplin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So it would have been nine years ago this Thursday. That's right. Two, Two days. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were... Well, I had seen Spence at a normal meeting. For weed, obviously. Not for weed, to legalize weed. To fight for weed legalization. And I had a huge crush on him as soon as I saw him. So I, like, hunted him down and was like, hey, how can I get involved? And Spence was like, well, there's this event tomorrow called Cannabis Revival in Joplin. And, like, we can all carpool together if you want to go. And I was like, all right, I really needed a ride. Because it was, like, two days before... Or no, it was like, it was more like 10 hours before. Yeah, it was, it was the, the day night before, before I got and I found you on the face bag. Yeah, you were face bagging me yeah. the night before. And I was still trying to find a ride down there. 
I figured at the last minute I could call like the usual suspects I knew were going and hitch a ride, but... Weren't you just going to take your motorcycle? I guess I could have done that too, yeah, but that would have been kind of a pain in the ass. Oh, a total pain in the ass, but with that little night hockey you were riding. Yeah. The town bike. But anyway, I was like, well, I will find a ride, and I did. <laughs> because I was, a, you know, I had just transplanted here right. from Massachusetts. But I found us a ride. You did? Yes, yeah, so we had a third wheel. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we stopped at that Wendy's for some chow, mm-hmm. and we stopped there again Friday night, and it was, it was cute. But it was also where we found out that RBG died. That's true. It's true. It's true. There is an old man just like, seemingly going nuts, talking to himself, scrolling on his phone, having his phone read things out loud, talking at his wife. She was just kind of sitting there taking it all in. And uh, I could tell someone had died because he was looking up the significance of a death on the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. And what is the significance? Do we ever figure that out? From the way he was talking, I didn't do my own research into this, and I am not well-versed on Rosh Hashanah, but it seemed that she would be propelled into a sort of martyrdom. Uh. But he was also like paralleling it with Scalia's death, and he was going really deep down this rabbit hole. It seems like a... It was a wild Wendy's experience, but it was so nice to be able to dine in at a place, even if it's just like Wendy's, you yeah. know? This Uh-oh. is true. Everything's fine. Everything's, Everything's fine here, man. Nothing is fucked. <laughs> Pay no attention to the buzzing behind the curtain. It's fixed. Just a little shock. Just a little shock, shock to your system. Yeah, then we uh, went further down and stayed in Arkansas. So we cut the trip in half on the way down. Yeah, into four hours the first night. Catching up on a couple podcasts. Heard the newest MoFax, which we got a shout out in. That was cool. Neat. Joined the show club, 49. 49, yeah. 49. 49, man. This is episode 41 tonight. I don't know if I mentioned that. I did. I don't know if you mentioned that. But now everyone knows. Doubly. Yeah. 41. 41. Catching up MoFax. Yeah, we listened to some Joe Rogan. We got a head start like years ago and then we stopped. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Like the tortoise and the hare here. Listen to Ron White on Joe Rogan. That listen, was a good one. That was a good one. Listen to some Stanhope. Doug Stanhope. I meant to tell Fletcher. Oh yeah. When we were hanging out, but I totally slipped my mind. Must have been because all the clean smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ron White mentioned that video of a guy fucking a snake. So I wonder if maybe that's just a Texas thing. Guys in Texas running around <laughs> share. Or, Fletcher, if your buddy also showed Ron White the same guy fucking a snake video, how badass would that be? But anyway, that's the first time I heard of that video floating around. I've not seen it. I've neither confirmed (laughs) nor denied its existence. I've heard heard third-person tales of the video. It's got to be out there. Oh, for sure. It was such a scenic drive. That was so nice. Between, uh, it's like you're dancing through the borders of uh, Arkansas and Oklahoma on the way down, which is kind of cool. And then once you hit Texas, kind of like Louisiana's not far away. So it's really like a liminal drive, slipping in and out of states. Yes, getting hit with all the medical dispensary ads on the way. Yeah, there's a lot of pot shops in Oklahoma. <laughs> there sure is. Oh, man. Then we got to see the shop. That was so cool. Yeah, that was special. That was so special. The little uh, local music repair shop that Fletch sometimes mentions that he works at. 
it's awesome. It reminds me of a couple different places I've worked through over the years. It's like if the bar I ran was a music repair shop or if the costume shop was a music repair shop, you know, like a one local owner type of guy. And like, it's like you got the owner and then you're the guy that works there. It's so perfect. It's, it's, it's ideal. Definitely Beautiful. ideal. Very wholesome. Got to tinker around. Not fucking sterile either. I hate places that are like sterile and you're like, Christ damn. Everything it's- here is like less than two years old and all made overseas. Oh, yeah, and bare walls. It's like when Adam talks about being a maximalist. You know, there's some, no matter where you're looking, you're going to maybe see something new. Well, definitely if you're looking. I like a guy, too, who, like, represents his hobbies in the decor, you know? And this this guy who ran the place was into, like, antique cars and uh, things like that, so car show trophies everywhere when you walked in it was very cool very cool spot we wrangled a frog out back yeah i was just gonna bring that up (laughs) at his direction he just like comes back so we were hanging out there at least a good hour with no sign of um the owner it was just you and i and flesher just hanging out shooting the shit then he showed up and then you went to go get uh, the vape pen out of the car yes because it had been like coming up on like 45 minutes that we hadn't (laughs) (laughs) It was a fucking emergency is what I'm trying to say. And uh, while you were gone, he found this perfect frog. The owner found this perfect frog out back, like a leopard frog, beautiful, and was like, or I don't know what they're called. They look like leopardy. Is that a thing even? I'm talking to my ass. I'm not sure. It was the leopard frog. <laughs> frog of us leopardus. Uh, and <laughs> he's like, we should catch this frog and take it out of, you know, we're in the middle of town. Frog belongs like in the creek, you know, so... They, he doesn't get squished by cars, and he can make more frogs and reproduce. And it is rare to see frogs, like, around and in town these days, I would say. So I lined up, like, ready to scoop the frog. Fletcher was on my right. Jim was on my left. I go into the frog, get the frog, <laughs> and he just yoinks right down between my feet, like, right underneath me, like, cartoon style almost. He's a fast and smart frog. And then he, like, jumped under a pallet, and the owner was like, ah, never mind, just... You know, it's no big deal. Just wanted to catch him. It's too bad. And we're like, too bad, man. We get that frog. It ain't gone. We saw him go right there. So it was a little bit of like, cue the Benny Hill music for like four or five minutes. <laughs> but right when you showed back up with the pen is when I grabbed the little dude. Yeah, I came just in time. It was I was perfect. there just in time. Yeah, it was perfect. You're like, I got him. And I was like, what is going on? And then you have this large frog in your hands. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Perfect. Was. Perfect specimen of frog. Then y'all put him in a plastic container, and he almost escaped. I know. He b- tried to bust out of the Tidy Cats jug. You know, we heard a sound, and Fletch went back there. He was sitting on the lip of it. Luckily, Fletcher's cat-like reflexes were more cat-like than the actual cat. Oh, true. That's up there. Fat cat. This cat. <laughs> oh, man. It doesn't get around in a hurry. It doesn't miss a meal, either. No. And then, uh, what a night of, like... We did a little woods exploring, yeah. which was cool when we got there. A little nature hike. Saw maybe a baby copperhead snake. Yeah. It was a baby I snake. I don't think so. It was a baby snake, though. It was a baby snake. <laughs> it had markings. It was awful pale, it I thought. It did have markings. That much <laughs> is true. That is undeniable. It was a baby. It had markings. They were baby markings. I said it was pale as my third little factoid. We found a factor coon's cold, too. We did. I still have it. She still has it. You still have it? Uh... <laughs> I love that confidence. I mean, yeah, we saw skull. It was cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. Then we did uh, little foil dinners. Oh god, dinner was so good. Uh, now 
and the scouts we grew up, we used to call them hobo dinners, but uh, that's not derogatory, is just what we called them. You know, you don't have to be like cooking it with a, on a Bernzo or anything to qualify as a hobo dinner. It could be wrapped in foil. Foil dinner. Please, we call it foil dinner. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Steak. Stick. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect combo. Peppers, garlic. Yeah, I'll those put Serrano like, just peppers. one Serrano pepper in mine. Which is enough. It's like enough to be like hot. Oh, that was a good heat. Enough to be nice and hot without being like crying. We uh, we brought those Carolina Reapers down. Yep. Fletch enjoyed those. Yeah, I left them there because I'm just like. <laughs> I accidentally had one in my pasta and uh, just like turned into booger girl, man. Like it just really <laughs> cleared my sinuses out really fast. And I was like, well, it, I, it wasn't as hot as I presumed it was going to be, but I was not prepared. We are a hot country. Yeah. Yeah. And those are hot peppers. <laughs> this is a hot White House. Hot White House, hot peppers, hot country. Oh, you know, I almost forgot something. There was a very confusing sign we saw when we were driving down. Oh? It said, stolen three trailers. Oh, yeah. I couldn't figure out if that man was like, bye-bye, I've stolen three trailers and that's it. Close and shop because there was like an empty building there. Or if he was like, had three trailers stolen. Yeah, like, bring them them back, motherfucker. (laughs) It was weird. It was, like, just a big makeshift sign. Some guy had just painted stolen, the number three, and then trailers. Maybe that was the name of the RV park. Maybe. (laughs) The thing is, there's only two trailers, so it was, like, did he used to have five? Or, like... (laughs) It was very, uh, very vague. Very vague. Yeah. We also had a chance to uh, listen to the live show with Fletch, which was very cool. So cool. It's funny just to like, you know, you've been hearing a guy's voice for years and years. And then just like, ba-boom, this is like where that happens. And, you know, It's not like one of those things where you read the book and then you see the movie and you're disappointed either. It's like it's even more like what my imagination was than I could have imagined. If that makes sense. Yeah. For you. I don't know. Hanging out with Fletch was like hanging out with an old friend again. Yeah. That same feeling. And just familiar, familiar, like we've already hung out with him. Which, like, well, we have. We have. <laughs> in the smoker. In the smoker, yeah. <laughs> you can hear well in the smoker. It's just hard to see if we're all fucking smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. Got to do a little, I hate rabbits. <laughs> Make that smoke move. Not that easy to see in here. We just <laughs> the fucking lights off. <laughs> well, we're trying some new things. We right? We're decking out I'm the not, bowl. I'm not trying to be negative about it. I'm just... It's funny. You're it's coming a, off as very negative, it's pr- man. It's just funny. You can't deny that it's funny. <laughs> Sitting here lit, and, <laughs> lit up by our lit screens. Are you okay? Lit up by the white screen of the IRC chat. Thank you. Yes. I'm getting a nice tan. Screen tan. Got the black lights on, though, to make my outfit pop. It's popping. We had laser lights on, but they were a little noisy. Yeah. Nobody and wants to hear that the whole show. The la- Yeah, but the lasers really pulled the room together. You just want to hear Oh, yeah. Clinky, 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 what the, clinky. One of the things I appreciate most about the Stanhope podcast. Mm-hmm. And on the drive back, we started his Audible book. Yes. No Encore for the Donkey. Mm-hmm. He was saying in his podcast, oh, if you listen to my book and have a podcast, well, you know, just like shoot me a line and have me on your podcast. Yeah, fill out the contact form on my website. Um we really should do that. We really should Heck yeah. check back in with old Doug because a lot has happened since we last seen him. Wow, that was 2015, right? Mm-hmm. The very end of it, like November. Yeah, because 
We drove out to Bisbee, Arizona, where he lives for his special that he was filming. And then... Yeah, No Place Like Home, I think. That's right. That's what it was called. And then went to his fun house and hung out for a while. Yep. Got to see the whole Stanhope experience firsthand. Well, we had enjoyed a... It's almost like what we did with Fletch, only we called Fletch first and let him know we were coming. (laughs) (laughs) And Fletch doesn't really put his uh, his address out on the podcast all the time like Stanhope does. That's true. Um, Man. But yeah. First thing Stanhope says to me is just, wow. (laughs) Look at the tits on that (laughs) (laughs) eight-year-old. And I was just fucking awestruck. Like, I still don't have a comeback. I wanted to, I was just like, well, you, uh. yeah, the, all we could say is like, but, but, but we brought cocaine. <laughs> 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 then we were cool. Then we were okay. Oh, he recognized us too, though, because we had gone to two shows within the past year. Yeah. Or two before. We tweety tweety him too. He's like a tweeter active guy. Oh, yeah. He love hates the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Frequent topic. Because he had already made some funny comment about like. You had those ducky pajamas on, and yeah. he was like, <laughs> "He was very unsure." I would have liked it, but I would want to. I didn't want to get on some list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He's a funny guy. Fletch points out we did experience the Kansas City Southern firsthand. We yes. were all foaming. That guy laying on the horn for like two miles out. Just like that. That was my best uh, KC Southern horn. I was feeling horny. <laughs> This is a hot White House. It was so awesome seeing the stars without all the light pollution that it we have cool. here in the city. There's a, a lot of stars. See the Milky Way. You saw like a double shooting star. Yeah, we had, right when we started scanning the sky for uh, more interesting shit than the usual suspects, we had like, Fletch and I were like offhandedly commenting about shooting stars or something, and then like, it was like big streaker, and it almost looked like a double, like, I don't know, it's hard to... It might have just been like a tall one or something, just the way that the light was thrown off of it, you know. But it was gnarly. I love the bright ones, you know. There's always like, there's like, sometimes you can see them and they're just as bright as like all the other stars and they just kind of move fast, you know. They're there and then they're not there. And when you see those shooting stars, you're like, oh, there was one. And then you're like looking around for another one while you're like almost half doubting you saw that one. The bright ones, when they pop, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a fucking awesome one right there. There's no, like, maybes. And that's what that first one was. Do you wish upon shooting stars? I don't know. I make, uh, I think so. And 11-11s and that kind of shit. But, like, I hide my wish for myself. Like, if you asked me what I wished for, even right when I did, like, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, I don't think you're supposed to tell people either. Isn't that part of the magic? Yeah, but, like, I don't even tell myself what I wish for. Like, I, f- I can feel myself wishing. But it's gotcha. so, I don't know. That sounds retarded when I say it out loud. But <laughs> like, I don't uh, I don't know what I wish for, but I do make a wish. It's like a subconscious thing. Yeah. You know your subconscious is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. I saw 11-11 this morning and I was like, Rayla, 11-11, make a wish. And then I was like thinking, I was like, what do I want to wish for? I'm terrible with wish magic. I'm trying to remove the statement, I wish blank out of my normal daily talking because i realize i'm just wasting wishes waste a lot of wishes but i haven't recently that's true i'm getting better you've been conscious about i admitted i had a problem (laughs) i started taking steps to relieve the problem and now you know i think that my actual wishes might be building back up and if i ever meet a genie i won't just fuck myself out of anything (laughs) this is a 
result of that. Yes. This is a result of that. Don't forget, this is a result of that. We- yeah, the common wasted wishes are one, wishing for things that are impossible, improbable, unlikely, or way out of your control. And two, uh, wishing for things you already have and don't realize it. Those are the two most common wasted wishes. Of mine or of everyone that you've heard? Yes. Well, okay. Yeah, both. I would say. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on it. Doing well. And I felt like if I, uh, you had made some comment one day too where you were like, you better grant some wishes to people to rebuild your wish karma or whatever. So when I saw 1111, I was like, I got to tell, I got to announce it. I got to let people know they can make a wish. Handing out wishes. You're doing terrific. Thank you. Killing it. Oh, I just need the reassurance. You know me. (laughs) (laughs) She... Shit, indeed. We had that little armadillo creeping on us. Oh, yeah, We were out at the fire. That was so cool. I forgot about that. He kept coming back for more. He was like, Russell, Russell, Russell. And we were just kind of standing there. And then when he'd get like super close, we'd turn around and he'd be like, oh, my God. Run back into the woods. (laughs) But there was this fence. So I think he kept trying to like go out and around us. And then that fence kept bringing him right back to us. Mm. He couldn't get away. He couldn't escape us. That must have been frustrating. Poor armadillo. Yep. Driving back, we caught Biker Sunday. We saw some signs for like Biker Sunday mm-hmm. at different restaurants and whatever. Got to see a bunch of hogs. What was that one place on the way down, but it's in Missouri? Mother Trucker's Pizza. Yes, we're going to have to stop there <laughs> next time. I, I ain't never seen a place like that before. That's funny. There was like a farm and then a barn with a neon sign on it that said Mother Trucker's Pizza. And it was in Lamar. Hmm. So, yeah. Definitely putting that on the little road trip checklist, I guess. Gotta get it. Also, I was surprised to see the giant pew pew man that's in Peculiar, Missouri, also is in Nevada, Missouri. Mm-hmm. There's like this huge... Wait, isn't it Butler that the north one is in? Oh, I would maybe mistaken. Just like a big shooty cowboy at a car dealership. Just one of those oversized statues that makes you look. Yes, and I'd never seen one like it before, but then... Then, yeah. Nevada came up. Town, 49. And Same exact dude. Yep. Two shooty boys, two towns. Well, we also saw a bunch of Fletcher dealerships in Arkansas. Yeah. I like, took pictures. Uh, I forgot Fletcher to tell Fletcher. Fletcher BMW. Hey, Fletch. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never believe it. You'll never believe it. <laughs> your There's, people, they have a dealership. <laughs> some of your guys are selling cars out there, man. <laughs> it might be him. <laughs> He's got a secret dealerships. <laughs> <laughs> we said he had a lot of brothers so maybe his brothers in the car selling game yeah that's gotta be it oh also um gas squatch i saw a gas squatch do you remember gas squatch i think so <laughs> oh yeah it was a gas station that had a giant sasquatch sign no, it's I a gas squatch so gas squatch lives yeah it's just i got i get bits and pieces and the other <laughs> gas station well i took some notes Cause yeah, bits and pieces. I will say that room was fucking enormous. It was like an apartment. Yeah, I was taken aback. We didn't. I mean, we enjoyed it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then got some Z's, but yeah, it was huge. It was like a little house. I know. It reminded me a lot. Next of... time we'll have to like throw a rager. Yeah, definitely. Bring rowdies with us or something. Yeah. Not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> No rowdies allowed. <laughs> Christ, oh. I keep getting zapped. This is a great one. 
move everything around in the studio. It's clean, but it buzzes. Why? 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 Why are your balls out right now? Our eldest daughter's favorite question. Why? 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 She's in the why stage. It's a real thing. Yeah. Starts two days after their third birthday. Yeah, exactly. Right on time. It's like, oh my God. It's true. It's true. Tote a poke. That was another gas station we don't have in Missouri. Tote a pokes were everywhere. Yeah, they were. It's like Cumberland Farms out in your area. That's right. Cumbies. In your homeland. Or like Quick Trips out here. Yeah. Quick Trip is the shit out here. Quick Trip is pretty cool. Everyone else is like either trying to be Quick Trip or just not giving a fuck. (laughs) I thought Cumberland. Or they are Quick Trip. Those are the three types of gas stations here. I thought Cumberland Farms was the shit until I saw Quick Trip. Quick Trip kind of is the uh, peak gas station. They got their food bar. Yeah, the roller grill. But no, which I'm is ta- like, uh, oh, you mean? I was the, talking about like the pizza, yeah. the little pizza shop and sandwich shop, and you can order on your phone, have it ready when you show up. Got soft serve ice cream. I don't know, fancy, fancy fancy. Get some gourmet coffee drinks from the little shop back there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. They put the whipped cream on it. And you're like, thank you. What a whipped cream. Yes. Perfect. And on our drive back, all the flags were at half-mast. And you were like, why are the flags at half-mast? And I was like, probably for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Red, blue, green. (laughs) (laughs) I forget a lot of things on a frequent basis. Same. RBG. Don't want to say it the other way. (laughs) Mix the letters up. You can't. You can't. Uh-huh. Oh, I got to, um, I, man, I have to pee a lot on road trips. Yeah. In my older, in my older years. You but fucking ancient. I, yeah. So old. Almost 27-year-old. Oh, dude, when we stopped at that scenic, um, oh, what was it? Was it a national park or where? There oh, was, it was a, just uh, a visitor center in Arkansas. Well, there was a visitor center. <clears throat> okay, yeah. A visitor center in Arkansas. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, visitor center half a quarter mile. Let's go. I got to pee. And I ran up to the door and like everything was locked. And they're just like, due to COVID, we are not open. Okay, great. But then the woods are just everywhere. So I got to like take a small hike and pee in the woods, which is just the greatest thing. Fantastic. Peeing in nature. It's not a fetish, but I do enjoy it. That's for I'm sure. I'm a supporter of human beings. Human beings. Bings. <laughs> bings. Bing. Bing, bing, bong, bong. You got to get that one on there, too. I need the bing bongs for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get through Doug's book. It was good catching up with that because uh, so much shit has gone down. No joke. Since the last time we saw, like, I had kind of been listening to his podcast a bit after we saw him. And I heard a little tiny bit about, like, the turmoil between him and his wife, Bingo, on the cruise ship incident. I remember all that. uh, And that she was like... In which Doug brought a Kentucky stripper back to his room. Yeah, for a threesome. That That she didn't didn't want any part of. So he had to do the threesome by himself. That was one of the funniest fucking lines I have ever heard. Yeah, it was. Uh, I had to do the threesome by myself. Fuck. It's too bad. But Bingo was, you know, struggling with her mental health issues, and she was also infatuated with that musician, mm-hmm. and she was also experiencing something where she started thinking maybe the musician and Doug were the same person, having an episode during the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
decided to disappear without her phone. It was crazy. <clears throat> yeah, a lot went down. And the book is amazing. The book is great. His recollection like, of it is... Uh, so far, at least, because we're probably like almost to the halfway point. And uh, it's every time I touch the top, I'm going to stop doing that. It must not be grounded very well. Piece of dog dung microphone. Anyway, um, what was I saying? We're oh, halfway with through. Doug. Yeah, it's like, it's like Doug Stanhope, but like tender with like love for all of his friends, which uh, Stanhope's whole world is like a blur of his friends coming in and out of it. And like, um, that's very much been him. But like the way that he like actually acknowledges and thanks people in this book is just like, and the ways that he talks about addiction and coping and comedy and humor and like, um, I don't know, using it as a tool and a weapon and people are, people are kind of perceiving that in all these different ways or like, oh, Doug is coping with his comedies, using it as a coping mechanism and like hiding from what's going on where he describes it as like, no, I'm like a fucking butcher with a big hunk of meat and I'm like cutting through the fat, getting down to the good parts, like the ones that are funny, you know? I'm using it as a tool to unpack and actually explore my feelings rather than hide from them, which is how I've always felt too about like just making light of shit and taking things like, I don't know, 20 to 30% seriously. Life is a lot easier if you don't take yourself seriously 100% of the time. This is serious. This is serious. You need to laugh at least once a day. But it's a hole. It's a hole? It's a hole. Is my eyes deceiving me? Is my eyes deceiving me? Yeah, I knew where that one was. We had those. <laughs> Slick. <laughs> We're doing it live in real time. Memorized positions. Yeah. It's almost looking like a show. Speaking of almost looking like a show, we do do the uh, video stream on OnlyFans. Which, do do. Uh... <laughs> More people joining it. I think it's catching on. We're starting to actually get feedback, which is cool. Quirkess said, hey, get some black lights. So we got some black lights. Yeah, now we're just missing the glow paint. And we added the lasers, but those are... Uh, Too loud for those the are a bit loud. I'm going to have to work. I'm gonna work on something. I've got a light show ordered. Ooh, a light show. So that'll be in here. And then there's a couple of ways to get extra cameras. So I'm going to fix this whole stupid view where it sucks where the view sucks because one camera is not gonna yeah really most of the time you're chopped out of the two people screen effectively yeah 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 improvements to come i promise it's a work in progress so anyway always. that that live feed can always be seen at onlyfans.com slash laurian l-a-u-r-i-e-n there is a ten dollar subscriber fee a month and you can have a free trial link. If you message me, I'll send it to you. And or we have. message Lorian and she'll send it to you. Yeah, either way. And then you can try it for free for a day. Pick a show day. That would be the best time. Because then you get the, the live feed. Yeah. We have fabulous producers on there, though. We should thank. Yes. Quirkass, Newsbomb, Fletcher. Th yes. Thank you for your support. And there might be others on there that are anonymous for anonymous reasons, which is totally fine. Um, you can put your name as whatever it is when you sign up. So if you want to be credited and we know you know that we know, you can message us on there too. Well, you can message Lorraine on there, but we will see it. Um, yes. So that's one way to support the show. Another way is to uh, scan the Bitcoin QR. If it be, uh, we have a Bitcoin Pay server, BTC Pay. So it is all 
anonymized and super secure. You can support the show that way. You can support the show if you use Brave Browser and collect bat for looking at ads because we know that our crowd loves to view ads. That's like <laughs> their thing. That's why we have so many ads on our show. No ads. We have no ads on our show. We are value for value. We are one of those freaks. So what does that mean? That means uh, we provide the show to you every week, whether you want it or not. And then if you not want it, then you don't listen. If you want it, you listen. If you like it after you listen, then you can express the value you've received in so many ways. Some people send us voicemails at 816-607-3663. We thank everybody who does that. Uh, In fact, every week we talk about a topic, F-T-I-E, first time I ever. So this week's topic is the first time I ever experienced a jump scare. Did you jump scare someone? Did someone jump scare you? Was it in a movie? Was it in real life? Was it in your dream and you jump scared awake? We want to hear about it, whatever it was. You can also text the call voicemail line. You can send a text to 816-607-3663 and it will be visible on our end. We can read your text. So that's cool. You can send picture mail to that. Send nudes. <laughs> oh, we just got a dick pic. That was fast as wow. fuck. Dang, they read my mind. It's an average dick. The standard so man. Tonight I'm average. I like to call it the standard man. Standard man, thank you for your dick. Um, that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Um, there are no limits on the call, text, voicemail line. We cannot guarantee your safety. For hearing the voicemails that are sent to us. Or for being in the bowl. Or for being in the bowl. Waking up is a big risk, because Lorian pointed out on a previous show. That's true. But staying in bed is too, because you never know if a tree is going to come crashing through your roof or a plane engine or something. One thing's for sure is once you're born, you're fucked. Yeah. Being born is a terminal illness. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) fucked. But you have a great time between being born and getting fucked, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Unless your life sucks. Then Unless you're a suck. stick. Unless you're a stick. <laughs> then you get picked up and burned. Burned. <laughs> like any good stick would. Oh, boy. Is it, uh, looks like we have some people trying to join the live chat and that it's not working. Last time I just stopped and started it again, so I'm going to try to do that really quickly. Because, uh, I don't know. You know, you gotta try turning it off and on again. You gotta try turning it off and on again. That's how this For thing sure. works. You gotta jiggle the handle. It's gonna be a party. Speaking it's of a party, party. Speaking of a party, our next KC meetup is coming up this Friday. Oh yeah. With Baby Night C Mike. So that's fun. Dame Jennifer had to totally try to upstage us on the No Agenda promos. So we gotta make another one, I think. Oh yes, we definitely are due for another one. Slide one in right before the party. I think it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good uh, healthy rivalry, healthy competition, you know? Oh yeah. KC oh, yeah. versus Jen. Casey versus Jen. <laughs> See, Mike said he'd be bringing uh, his nice mic to the meetup so we can record like a really cool meetup uh, report, hopefully. Meetup report. Meetup report. Hell yeah. Meetup report. Yes. So that'll happen. Cool. That'll happen. Maybe we can be the coolest kids once again. Once again. Once again. Always. I want my fucking belt back. I don't know if anybody saw that. That guy's fucking wild. I want my belt back. Kobe Covington. He's like MMA guy. All those MMA guys are wild, man. Just beating the living shit out of each other in a cage for lots and lots of money. I like money. I like money, though. (laughs) Oh, Ned Ned missed the meetup in his area. 
Oh, Net Ned. Net Ned's amygdala Ugh. is so small that he doesn't even need the meetups. Exactly. Like, he said he went to the range after meet work. Meet up, I'm gonna little squeeze some rounds off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds good too. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully the stream works now. I did my best stream. Poor Corecast was like, I couldn't get in the whole fucking time last show. So yeah, we've been working on that. We're working on that. Yes. Let's do some serious testing. Uh, throughout the weekend well before the weekend because we got another weekend trip planned that's right what kind of jackasses are we two weekend trips in a row just how it worked out though i mean, I mean we had yeah. to smash it all together because we couldn't do it at any other time and then i might start this uh full stack web program soon learn how to code like they're telling the coal miners they gotta do <laughs> figure fuck might as well do that might as well now would those be all virtual classes because of the Rona? It won't be all virtual. Oh, that, that's good. There will be in-class days and virtual days. Oh, like public school. I wonder if I'll just ask him, though, if like you have to wear a mask to class. And if he says, yeah, just be like, all right, well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to well, do I'm it. I'm <laughs> sure they can virtual you in. Virtual me in? Yeah, whatever, you know. Conference. Body scan? Bi <laughs> Hologram? No, just have you on the computer. Remote learning. Hello, computer. Computer, perhaps. In my journalism classes, they used to Skype in the journalism classes at uh, University of Missouri, Kansas City. <laughs> and it was just like all of us in Columbia sitting there making fun of their asses up on the screen. And they were probably doing the same thing to us, except for there were like 300 of us and 12 of them. Virtual classrooms so. are just dumb. It's all dumb. Very dumb. Just you sitting there playing on your phone waiting for it to be over? Yeah. Mainly. Well, shoot, you better pay attention if you want to learn to code. I'm going to code it. I'm going to be a code bro. Sick of everybody else coding circles around me. Can't even see their code. Your code's showing. Well, your balls are showing. My balls are showing. <laughs> hey, did you know that it's National Expungement Week? You know, I heard you mention that. Yeah, well, I didn't know, but now I do. Now you know. Yeah, yeah, this week. National Expungement Week. It's not cannabis specific, as I found out after finding their website. Hmm. They're a three-year-old organization, and yet national coverage. They have had Seth Rogen do a video for them last year, before anyone knew who they were. Hmm. And it find, come to find out they're sponsored by uh, the Social Good Fund, which funds other groups such as Climate Disobedience Center and a white ally group called Showing Up for Racial Justice. Their donors include March for Science and the Women's March. Oh, fantastic. So I was trying to figure out... Very grassroots. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what the thing. They were like, we started off as a grassroots organization. I was like, there's nothing grassroots about this. I know what grassroots is, and it's like... <laughs> You're fucking seven people sitting in hard plastic chairs at the library, and you have a WordPress.com site. That's what being grassroots is. Yeah, and you're trying to budget like $300 and get advertisements for people in town to see. Right. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, they have like a section where you can sign up for events. I was trying to figure out what all they do, because I started wondering... If the riots in this group are interconnected in any way. Um, and it said that the events require you to bring an ID and a live scan. I was like, what the hell is a live scan? Is that a Rona thing? I looked it up. Turns out it's an 
inkless electronic fingerprint fingerprint sent to the state repository. Huh. I was like, what the heck? So it's like, sign in to be our slave. They got to like get biometrics on you? Yeah. <sighs> Their demands page pretty much mirrors Black Lives Matter and uh, calls for defunding of the police. And here's the interesting one that made me wonder about this whole thing. Amnesty for all freedom fighters incarcerated during this time. Uh, hmm. Hmm. So they want... <laughs> These violent attacks, riots, arson, and looting to be expunged. That's what expungement week is all about, huh? Perhaps. That's fucked Allegedly. Up. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more digging to be done That's on these folks. It's just fucked up to hijack the expungement movement for nonviolent crimes to add a bunch of fucking violent, violent shit crimes. to it. Exactly. That's f- absolutely ludicrous. Yes, it is. I'm, f- I'm mad about <laughs> well, it. Well, on a positive note, there have been a bunch of um, political leaders coming out in states with medical weed saying, hey, we've got a page on our website now where you can file for expungement of your weed offenses. And that's good. Yes. Because you shouldn't have a criminal record for smoking pot. No, I mean, all of the... Of course, it's low-level offenses, so it's like under two ounces right, and there's no gun involved. Like, there's, It's still like... Oh, you couldn't be, you know, concealed carry, smoking pot, practicing your constitutional rights, like... No. No. Or growing pot. Oh, oh, that's a big no-no. Yes. Crazy. It's bad. It's bad. It's manufacturing, guy. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting news. The city council in Ann Arbor, Michigan, voted unanimously to decriminalize psychedelics. Ooh. Excuse me. You're excused. Thank you. Decrim. Pretty cool. I like it. I like it. It's a step in the right direction. That's the line, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know. I'm so sick of saying that because uh, it doesn't feel true. Like, if we need, we need, okay. Every this- every stoner who's actually fucking put sweat, blood, or tears into the movement, or fucking money for that matter, some of us have put in all of that, uh, we know what that day looks like, the day that actual legalization happens. We all know what that day looks like. That day looks like the day where we're all rolling joints and blunts and packing bowls and going out into the street and celebrating smoking with no fucking consequences. Yeah. That's what it's always looked like in our minds and our imaginations. And if you have some kind of legalization and then everyone does that and then anyone gets like even told to put it out, let alone fucking hit over the head and taken it somewhere in a car, then you're not really free. No. You're not really free. We just need it removed. Yeah, just kill all the bad laws. They spend so much fucking time and money writing these extra laws. Just get rid of the bad ones. It's so simple. Just repeal some laws. No new laws. Just kill the old laws. Yeah, exactly. That's our that's our fucking stance. Well even these tomato model guys, like they're that's the reason they're ridiculous, is cause it's like a it's like a model that no one's behind. Well, you know, no one's behind repeal everything either, but the action doesn't need to be explained, you know? You don't need to justify writing it or, like, make sure it's written correctly or written well. You just need a delete button. Yes. Highlight all the fucking law concerning, oh, weed is illegal. Delete. Okay, there's there's one. Delete. Yeah. Just remove all the scheduling. Scheduling. Delete. Just gone. Yeah. Until any of that happens, everyone's still up Shit's Creek, whether you're in Denver or fucking out in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming. 
doesn't matter. In a certain sense, on a federal level, you're still fucked. Well, speaking of federal levels, last week we brought up the Moore Act, and I want to say I was a starry-eyed optimist. Uh-oh. And I was wrong, and you were right. Yeah. You do have more years <laughs> in the movement than me, but I've been around for a decade, so I'm still embarrassed that I was like, no, no, they're gonna hear the Moore Act on the floor. This is gonna happen, okay? It's just high time. Everyone's on board. No. No, no. The Moore Act has been delayed. Surprise, surprise. You know, till God knows when, if ever. This is my surprise voice. It's what I sound like when I am surprised. Which is never. Yeah, Moore Act is delayed. Unless I sneak up on you with my face covered in a charcoal mask and just stand there and wait. Yeah, fucking jump scare me. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good jump scare. And if you have a good jump scare story, first one, ideally, but any good jump scare story, give us a call. 816-607-3663. We'd love to hear from you in our first time I ever segment. Yeah, we'll play your voicemail. We'll read your text out loud. Oh, yeah, you can text us, too. We can read. You can draw a picture and take a picture and send it to us to illustrate what happened. It's true. Like Charlie Day and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We'll try to decipher it and probably laugh a lot and have a good time. And hold hands and share secrets, of course. C-Mike texts us semi-regularly. He was listening to uh, last week's show on uh, family vacation. Where did he go on vacation? He was in Colorado. Oh, nice. He was sending us pictures of increasing smoke out there. Oh. Some smokiness, some haze in the distance. See, now, they did say that Kansas City was going to see the smoke from the wildfires Mm -hmm. and i remember waking up one morning being like wow it's awful hazy the sun is looking kind of orange and then i stepped back and was like wait a minute is my eyes deceiving me is my eyes (laughs) i just thought maybe i wanted go ahead play your little sound bite is my eyes deceiving me let me see what it looked like you know i thought after reading it like i was prepped to see that do you not see that Maybe, just maybe, I wasn't actually, it wasn't actually the smoke from the wildfires. I was just kind of imagining. Y'all see all that goodness? It could be. It could be your imagination. Have you heard from anyone else? Like, oh, it's looking awful smoky. Uh, here in Casey Mo. Here, no one's really, I don't, I'm never on the face sack. Um, I don't even have one. Hey. When I talk to people who are here, it's either my friends that are always drunk and only awake at night, so they wouldn't <laughs> see the smoke, or it's at a no-agenda meetup. <laughs> fair and, enough. And that's pretty much it. That's fair. Then I talk to you and the kids and the dogs. <laughs> mm, that's very healthy. So I don't know. Murf. Yes. I don't want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking to our kids is like... I'm going to put something else in your mouth. Well, our little one, the one-year-old, she's enjoying no. 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 One no. and a half. One, yeah, you're right. She's like 19 months old. Yep. Yep. She's saying no. Then, God, that, there's nothing that can piss you off more than like someone under two foot tall saying no to you. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no what? <laughs> no. Oh, no. And uh, the three-year-old... Well, you know, she went through a Scooby-Doo phase that she's still in. And so now she wakes up in the morning and she's got all these stories about ghosts and monsters and, you know, fantastical things. Oh, but while we were visiting Fletch this weekend, 
Spence's dad sent me all these videos of the girls just having a grand old time because they get to spend the weekend with Pops, which is like three days in paradise for them. And he was playing this Winnie the Pooh memory game with them, which is like all these little honeypots spinning around Winnie the Pooh. And the lids raise up and there's characters in them and you have to like make a pair when the music stops. But instead of paying any attention to the characters under the lids... These girls are just dancing their asses off, and your dad took the greatest video of it. It's so funny. <laughs> they are. They look so like cute. Fucking Oompa Loompas on crack. Oompa Loompin. Yeah, you know Straight that <laughs> the fucking waddle dance when your legs are short, but you still gotta move. Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're the secret Oompa Loompa. I, I don't know how secret it is. Yeah, probably not very. Not very. Not very secret. I did the uh, the RBG death did cause me to kind of look up what her record on drugs was. Oh, yeah? What'd you find? I found it wasn't so bad when it came to drugs. She was like a decent justice on that position. For instance, uh, arguing that um, interstate commerce laws don't apply to personal marijuana. Um, there was a question in 2004 regarding the home grow rules uh and her and sandra day o'connor were both arguing that uh you know the the growing at home for personal use is a non-economic use and you know nobody's buying or selling the shit because you're just growing it to smoke as a patient and so that should never be uh subject to the interstate uh the interstate market laws interstate commerce laws i should say uh what else oh the the crack disparity in sentencing guidelines you remember that changed in like um, I think it was like 2010, 2009 or something, 2010. But uh, one guy's case went to the Supreme Court because he took a plea deal to plead guilty to crack possession, and then after his plea, the sentencing guidelines changed. Hmm. And so he wanted a redo of his shit on, yeah. under the new lower sentencing, and it was battled back and forth, but uh, the court held that um, he should get a new sentence, a reduced sentence because of the new guidelines, so... That I think is a good thing. Uh, what else was it? Oh, the uh, no roadblocks with drug sniff, drug sniffing dogs. That's another famous one, because I think it was Indiana that used to do the checkpoints on the highways, where the sign they have a sign on the highway and they'll say checkpoint, and then they're stopping everybody and searching them mm. with a dog, the canine. So they did that for a long time, and uh, that got shut down. Because it's a Fourth Amendment violation. Good. A search or seizure is unreasonable, absent individualized suspicion of wrongdoing. So you can't just roadblock everybody going down the freeway, going down an interstate. Uh, so now what they do, uh, since that ruling in 2000, now they will set up these signs that say, drug checkpoint ahead, and they'll be in the middle of nowhere. And because the Supreme Court's decision, they can't actually have a drug point ahead. So if you keep driving, you'll never see a drug checkpoint. There won't be one. But if you see the sign that says drug checkpoint ahead and you get off on the next exit, they're, there always, it is. they're always placed in a way that that's a non-exit. There's like, you know, you have to be one of like 30 people that live, you know, in that rural ass spot to be getting off on that exit with a reason. Um, but if you're getting off to turn around then that's probable cause to stop you, and then you're fucked. So in the future, if you ever see a sign that says drug checkpoint ahead, just keep on driving. There's no drug checkpoint. Whatever you do, don't get off the fucking road. Um, oh, and then also no tactile inspection by police for drugs, because that's also a Fourth Amendment violation. So 
The case in question, uh, a Texas Border Patrol agent got on a bus to check the immigration status of some of the passengers, and he squeezed a canvas bag above a guy's seat and felt that it contained a brick-like object and then pestered the guy and, uh, you know, consent to search and this and this. Found a brick of meth. Mm. But... The agent's physical manipulation of Petitioner's carry-on bag violated the Fourth Amendment's prescription against unreasonable searches. Yeah. The government's assertion that by exposing his bag to the public, the petitioner lost a reasonable expectation that his bag would not be physically manipulated is rejected. Uh, Previous precedents allowing searches involved only visual as opposed to tactile observation. So... The precedents had been set of, like, if it's in plain sight, if the officer approaches your car, looks in, sees a bag of weed on the seat, on the floor, on the dashboard, uh, then that is enough to search. But if they can't, like, squeeze and feel around, it's like shaking the presents before Christmas. You can't do that. It has to just be in plain sight. But uh, squeezable is not reasonable. <laughs> So, you know, uh, it seems that uh, out of all of these decisions, though, she just joined the other justices' positions rather than she didn't write any of these herself. She was just like, yeah, I'm with this one. Gotcha. The tactile inspection uh, majority opinion was uh, written by Rehnquist. The no roadblocks with drug snicking, sniffing dogs, snicking dogs. Do- drug snicking dogs. <laughs> Don't let the dogs nick your drugs. Uh, that was written by O'Connor. The uh, interstate commerce law is not applying to home grow. It doesn't even say who that was written by. It just has quotes from them. This is an old uh, old school type website. You know, they just put the text up there. Nothing wrong with that. Love it. Simple and clean. So she was uh, a vote, but not a voice for uh, cutting back on prohibition, you know. And, you know, I mean, Fourth Amendment. Fourth Amendment is important. It's important. Yes, it is. Even when the guy's breaking the rules and has a brick of meth, he's still... You still have to search him properly. Well, uh, you know. On October 9th, the Supreme Court justices are going to be discussing whether or not to grant a hearing to a lawsuit that was submitted by seven members of Congress, along with some weed reform groups, against the DEA's refusal to change the federal classification of weed. I hope that gets some kind of traction because hot times, hot time, hot time. Yeah. I wonder if there'll be a eight justice or a nine justice court. That's what I was hearing wondering. It. Likely eight, I would say. Yeah. I mean, they could do it in that time. It just depends. They say the whisper rumors are that uh, Trump will reveal his nomination on Saturday. Hmm. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing lately. Lately. That it's likely Saturday. Likely. So we'll see. We'll see. Say it's going to be a woman. I think it would make nothing but sense. Replace a woman with a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Anything less than that would result in endless reading. Plus, he's already got two guys in there. Yeah, just makes true. sense. Just makes sense. Balance it out, I guess, a little bit. This lawsuit that they're going to be talking about was originally filed in 2017, but it got rejected in a series of lower court rulings. Hmm. And uh, so the attorneys working with them decided that the only acceptable source of relief is going to be the Supreme Court. Well, hopefully they can. Uh take it up and actually make something happen with regards to scheduling because nobody else seems to be willing to to do it seriously and you know the majority of americans are on board i mean yeah there's just like there's just so much conflict in the law right now so it's just basically at the mercy of whoever's running the justice department whether or not they're going to like 
kick doors down in legal states because it's up to them. It's just it's at a whim. We had the Holder memo, and then we had Jeff Sessions come in and wreck all that shit, and uh, not much has been necessarily talked about or updated on Barr, but a lot of people assume he's got his hands full with other shit. Uh, it just needs to... Uh, it just needs to be resolved. It's a question that's been plaguing the uh, whole phenomenon of these weird legal, quasi-legal gray markets for far too long. Yeah, it's just wild to be in a place where it's like, oh, legal weed, but you're in America, so it's not legal, federally. Yes. It is a uh, it's a conflict. There's no real conflict. No, there is a real conflict. The conflict is real. It's real! And then, of course, you know, with like the farm bill legalizing hemp, and then they're like, oh, well, we can get cannabidiol cbd and that comes from hemp and there's you know under five percent thc thc mm-hmm. gets cut out but you can't write health care without thc hey i saw that this weekend i was like yes spot on i mean there's something to be said about thc man all i'm saying is whole plant medicine and not it's a that plant. delta nine bullshit <laughs> 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 yeah no just i mean they're all good but they work together. Yes. And I know because I've been using them all together for quite some time. And they, they work <laughs> they very work. well. They work very well. It's clean. It's effective. And it's just, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I remember when you picked up a CBD joint when the store started carrying like CBD flour and whatever. And you brought it home. I was like, you bought a joint at a store? You were like, oh, it's CBD. Okay, let's try it. Smelled like weed, smoked like weed, did not get high like normal weed. Yeah, it was like, uh, and you know, back when we used to just burn, burn, burn weed like all the live long day, like it was a ridiculous amount. I did remark, like it would be nice to have like hemp cigarettes too, because sometimes you just want to fucking go through the motions and smoke, but you don't necessarily like need to be getting blasted every single joint. Yeah. Not that it's like bad, but <laughs> like I, we had that, I had this epic stoned level in Texas this weekend where I was like smoking on pins, smoking on this weed, smoking on that weed. You brought fucking brownies. Yeah. <laughs> and then another joint in that was like one of the fucking most epic pre-rolls with cannabis leaf wrap, which I'd never had yet. And I've been eyeing those, seeing them around and just being like, oh my God, it's such a great had one thank you fletch and i felt like i was so stoned to where i like was in a fucking airplane in the clouds and like flew above the clouds for like a bit of clarity i was just like oh my god i'm so stoned that i'm fucking sober it was just like clear and then i went back down the clouds i was like (laughs) (laughs) i knew it wouldn't last long but i don't know i haven't really experienced that before first time i ever went above the clouds so high you're at a loss for words i'm at a loss for my pop guard it keeps falling down and yeah it does. it's like loosey goosey oh no <laughs> fletch said i did not realize that those are weed brownies <laughs> Well, that's the thing about the taste. They taste so good. They don't taste. Most weed brownies taste like shit. Straw. Yours, (laughs) you can taste the weed, but But it's it's subtle. Yeah, it's like an ingredient that's meant to be there, like a flavor that should be there. There's an earthiness to them, but it's also super chocolatey, and it also is like not dry. Oh, gotta be. And damn, moist. Man. Yeah, and I think moist we, we ended up splitting one. 
And you gave it oh, a Fletcher yeah. whole one. Yeah, shit. I would have eaten a whole one though. I would have eaten a whole one. Yes. But I didn't. But I would have. <laughs> I would have, but I didn't. But I would have, but Hold I me back, bro. I'm going to eat the whole one. Hold me back. Shit, dude. I mean, we were sitting there enjoying the stars at a loss for words, just enjoying life. And I totally forgot we brought our freaking guitars. Yeah. And like, we never jammed. No. And now I'm just itching to like visit again. <laughs> jammed. Jammed. Preserved. Jammed the jam. Jellied. We were like driving back and I reached into the back seat for something. And I was like, oh, fuck my guitar. Dang nabbit. That would be uncomfortable. Fucking your guitar. Um, hmm. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Changed my mind, but. <laughs> Man, I haven't tried it. I can't imagine Not gonna it. knock it. Can't be imagining it. <laughs> <sighs> He wolfed it up, man. Oh. It really was at the end. Like, I know I already said this, but it was just so funny how the end of the campfire night was like the end of a hog story where it's like, oh my God, I'm going to fall asleep standing here, but I don't want to go. Just having a great time, you know? Yeah. When you, you know, when you're with your peoples and you're like, ah, these are my peoples, man. I want to go back. I know, my tribe. To the city and they got to make me fucking wear a mask when I go to Walmart. I did look for used lights at the guitar center. And they were worse about masks. And they were like, you need it. You need to wear a mask, sir. I'm like, uh, we don't wear masks. They're like, well, you have to wear a mask to come in here. Would you like one? Handed it to me. No, no, I'll just go shop somewhere else. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but at Walmart, you get the guys in. Oh, excuse me. Guy, you got to wear a mask to come in here. The guy um, who was walking out, who the customer, did this like superior chuckle of like, oh, this fellow is going to go somewhere else. Like... Where else are you going to go, friend? Everyone's doing this. Everyone's wearing, making you wear a mask. Uh, no. No, they fucking aren't. No. No, they fucking aren't, you cunt. Because I go to the places that don't, okay? So, no. No, they fucking aren't. I don't spend my money at places that make you do that shit. Yeah, real America. Sick of it. I'm just sick of it, that's all. Me too. I fucking played along, alright? Played along. Enough is enough. It's clearly fucking bullshit. Clearly overhyped. Clearly 6%. Clearly lying <laughs> every goddamn chance anyone gets to fucking lie to you so they can buy your fear for free. Son of a bitch. I'm sick of it. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it anymore, okay? That means I don't get, have to... It means I can't buy shit anymore? Well, then that's a fucking win-win, you yeah. know? I'll save my goddamn money. That's right. I have so much but, shit in my house anyway. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do I need to buy? Seriously, we need to start having like a podcast yard sale. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Do you like strange and unusual shit? Welcome to the bowl. <laughs> you can get value for value by buying some oddity from my home. Well, you certainly have a lot of weird junk. I do. That's why I'm on Poshmark. Like, uh, I think I already what? talked about a couple shows ago, this oh, yeah. Y2K globe that I have here. I kind of <laughs> like it, but I'm not married to it. You know, I found That's it at a thrift a store one day. And me, I'm a fucking ape that picks things up and goes, ooh. And if I like it and it's shiny, I fucking pay the $2 for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is uh, At Home International. 010100, the mark of the millennium. It's a snow globe with ones and zeros instead of snow. Little white ones and zeros. And a computer that's fucking exploding. And like a CD and a There's like a floppy, floppy disc, disc coming out. And yeah. Some weird chip and a few wires are all flying out the computer. What really struck me though 
was this is how I felt because that was the meme they sold and I was yeah I was fucking nine years old on New Year's Eve when uh, the clocks changed to double O and I was like excited and my parents were like the Y2K thing's fucking hype like just you know they were totally eye roll about it my dad was like um, he's like a graphics designer but he's a Mac operator so he wasn't like a dude named Ben but he did work with computers every day and he was like, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen is like files are going to be shittily sorted if you sort them by date for a minute until they do a four digit year. Like it's going to be a really easy fix. And uh, I was like, yeah, 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 it's all bullshit. But still, when the clock struck midnight and I was standing <laughs> on my front porch outside, I was like wincing because I wasn't really sure. And I had unplugged my computer anyway. Like I unplugged it. It was I had a computer in my room oh. at that point. An old Mac. And I was like, uh, that thing is going to fucking explode at midnight. Like, like this snow globe is that meme in my mind. Like, this is what I thought maybe could happen, <laughs> you know? Because, like, you're, you're just, you're super confident in, like, the months and weeks leading up. But then when that fucking time is coming and you're nine years old and you're outside in the cold and you're just like, yeah, but it could fucking blow, man. Yeah. I don't your brain starts to hype it. Oh my god. Apple Newton. I haven't heard tell of an Apple Newton in ages. Carolyn in the chat just said my friend has an Apple Newton and we fired that up. That shit was Y2K compatible. Yeah, so Newtons were Apple's like Palm Pilot, but they were fucking enormous. They were probably like an inch and a half thick. Way bigger than your palm. Like two palms <laughs> stacked together top to bottom. That was probably their length. It was like two palms pilot. Johnny Two Palms. My mom had one, and it had like a feature where you, you know, it was like a pen tablet, so you could write, and it would interpret your handwriting into text because it could read your handwriting for the most part. You could do print or or uh, cursive. It would it would attempt to read either one, and pretty accurately if you had decent handwriting. But my mom would just use the keyboard one. And you'd type, and you'd tap type, which uh, the thing was like so clunky, and my mom was kind of fast at typing to where she'd go like, poke, 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 typing something out, like usually a calendar update. She kept like her calendar and planner in it. I think she did taxes in it too. Hmm. Uh, she'd just like type out what she was saying, and then she'd be done typing, and then the thing would be going click, 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 typing the letter in. Oh shoot! Because yeah, she was poking up. it faster than it could actually like. Uh, get the input and type. Yeah, man, that thing's... I haven't thought about an Apple Newton in ages. We were definitely the Apple nerds in the 90s before everybody was on that shit. That's wild. I didn't see an Apple until I came to college. <laughs> or a Mac. <laughs> Fuck, I'm surprised you saw a computer well, at all with the ancients that raised you. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say Y2K for me was like, I had no idea. I just knew that we were uh, moving to the year 2000. I didn't have internet. I was working with a compact, like an 89 or something, mm. compact computer just to use Word on for school stuff. I was what? I was seven. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I was just oblivious. Yeah, I had to use Linux in high school, Windows at all of my friends' houses, and Macs growing up. So I had kind of well-rounded experience with all the common OSs. Nice. Well, of course, you know, when I first saw the internet, my first search, I was just like, naked man. <laughs> 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 and then I remembered going straight to 
Hmm. Starwars.com. <laughs> oh. Nakedmanstarwars.com. See, now you can find that. Oh, yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I forgot some really important news last week. Oh, no. I know. I was so disappointed in myself. I yelled at myself during the post show. Our friends in Nebraska will not be seeing legalization on the ballot in November. And it's fucking bullshit. Tell me more. Well, the Nebraska Supreme Court shot their initiative down. And the reason why, after law enforcement members and the governor had all, you know, ganged up with press conferences and written opinion pieces on why legal weed is bad, okay? They they said that their initiative seemed to have two questions in it, and you're limited to one when you're filing things for the ballot. Yeah, that's just... And the way that they decided that, they said that weed use and weed production are two separate issues. It's just so disingenuous. It's like uh, complete... Can you believe it? Like... Oh, you could, so the initiative could have been like, let's make it legal to use weed medically, or let's make it legal to grow weed for medical use, but not both in the same initiative. Like, what the, how can you legalize using something when you can't make it or grow it? That kind of a bullshit measure, I mean, it's horseshit too, because the letter of that uh, law, or the spirit of that law, I should say, is they don't want some initiative petition to be sneaking a bunch of extra shit in under like a save the puppies act where it's like save the puppies is the first thing. And then it does like five or six other things. And oh like, yeah. That's, that's that understandable. And it's like, you got to separate out your issues on, on petitions, but to claim that the legalization of marijuana, the medical legalization of it and setting up a medical program is multiple issues. That's just fuckery because then you're fucked either way. So you bring it and you're either fucked because like they tried, you're supposedly having more than one issue at hand or you're fucked because you bring only one issue and then you can't implement any kind of program. So like say it's just, okay, well we'll legalize medical use. Oh, but where are you going to get it? Where are you going to, you know, nobody can buy right. it or sell it and there's no... Uh... You can't import it from other states. Yeah, it's or just anywhere. a joke. So Nebraska is going to be fucked until they figure that out. And it's who, just too who, fucking who, bad, dude. Who because... can they turn to? Because that was the state Supreme Court, yeah? Yes. I mean... No, they have to wait for another year and rewrite it and, and regather signatures. Uh, and... Well, as it stands, they're going to never, ever be able to do it. They're going to never, it's never going to work if that's the precedent. (laughs) That's the precedent, yeah. If that's the precedent, then the Supreme Court of Nebraska has figured out a way to completely block any chance of the voters expressing their will in that state. You got to move. You got to leave. No, you got to steal Gucci purses. Steal Gucci purses. Oh, I'm sorry. That'll fucking show them. It'll put food on the table. No weed. We'll steal the Gucci purses. And then you're going to be fucked. Then you'll be sorry. Yeah, then the man will S- feel state it. State of Nebraska, Supreme Stick Court. Get to the man. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. I'm just so upset because I was watching some local Nebraska news channel stories on it. And, you know, you just see so many children or anyone, really, who... There was one specific story that really got me where there is a boy. He's like a teenager, but... Man, he had like 200 seizures a day. 
But if he just uses a little bit of cannabis, you know, no seizures. Just drops him in his Wheaties or something in the morning. I think he might have been using like an RSO, Mm -hmm. you know, just like an oil, just eating some oil. And it's just fucked up when people can go to a healthcare provider to seek relief for pain, any health problem, and they can't get it there. They get pills pushed on them, which have maybe worse side effects and maybe put you in a worse place than you were before. But a plant, and you find that this plant helps you, but now you're a criminal for trying to help your family, your child. Not even just any plant either. We're talking about... Weed. We're talking about weed. We're talking a about weed. a plant, which is the one of the most medically versatile herbal remedies around that we have ever known or heard of. Also, the drug with one of the widest lethal dose windows, one of the widest effective windows between efficacy and overdose, because there's no fucking overdose side of the window. That's right. Like, they- literally the safest thing you could fucking find out there. Although, wasn't there one study... Where they killed a chimp or something by hotboxing him to death, and he died of like yeah. So they smoke. <laughs> they, I think that was under the the Reagan administration. It was like an eighties era study. Oh, of course. Where they put they said that uh, you know too much weed can kill you, and they even like pretended like they could find how many joints it was that killed you. They put joints on fire into gas masks and put the gas oh. masks on the Reese's monkeys. And didn't take them off. And then they asphyxiated oh from all the fucking smoke, of course. And then they said, oh, yeah, look, weed can kill you. No, smoking a gas mask with no way to fucking breathe will kill you. Those fucking criminals, dude. Can you imagine watching that happen? No. I mean, fuck no. No, I You'd be, be ripping that gas. As soon as they start walking towards that monkey with a gas mask, oh, excuse me, what the fuck are you doing? I'd be... No. <laughs> breaking some monkeys out of prison for sure on that one. Then someone would have to come break me out of prison. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's a little frustrating. Man. It's so frustrating. I hate it's that I can still. I still. It's like you know. I can only only the power I have is to make it legal at my house. Yeah. And then beyond these walls, man, it's really fucking out of my hands. It's really out of my hands. I will still like cheerlead and sign the shit that's relevant that I'm able to sign. If somebody cool enough asks me to go lobby, I'd do that again. But yeah. you know, to we talk to, to have strangers some on kind a of fucking. To have some kind of fucking idea like that you can go out and change this shit like you you can't have that idea for too long man because it can just absolutely eat you alive yeah that's true because of how fucking foolish it is to think that you really have that ability they've made goddamn sure that you don't have that ability they've done everything in their power which is a lot of power to make sure that you don't have that ability Blech. it's a little irritating but uh you know not to be a downer and shit no, well, fuck it. We should come behind the curtain. Well, I got a, I got a little bit of an upper story. Well, let's do uppers behind you the know, curtain. Okay, all right. Here, I'll follow let's come you. Back here, man. Okay. Nice. Look, you got the black okay, lights on. Holding my hair back this time so it doesn't get tangled up in the beads. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, that was just weird last time. <sighs> it happens. Got long hair. Gets caught and shit. Long hair don't care. Long hair don't. Hair. I'm catching up to you. So the I know you are. It's true. My hair. My hair. It's like my hair stopped growing, and now yours is just growing. Wicked flowing fast. locks. I need to. I need to do something. I need Corona's to get some. Corona's my excuse. It's like, oh, my hairdressers not accepting appointments, even though they are. But you have to wear a mask and like sign in and can't take Yeah, no thanks. Fuck you. 
It's not that hard to figure out where I am because I have a fucking Android. If you can't figure it out, then fuck you. You don't need me writing my name down on a clipboard on top of all that shit. So in South Dakota, there's a uh, anti-legalization movement, as there are in many places. And they decided to conduct a survey to see... They wanted to prove that no one was going to vote for legalization Wouldn't in November. Would you like to take a survey? But of course it backfired when they found out that 60% of voters are on board with legalizing weed. And I just, you know, fuck surveys. It's all bullshit, but that's just funny. It made me feel good. It's like, it's that's good, right. Man. America's on board. Like I've already said in this episode of Bull After Bull. Just ready. Just waiting. And smoking weed until then. Oh my God. Now you need a little... Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. There we go. You got it, baby. Did you know? Taking your requests. <laughs> Taking your requests. Send your request to 816-607-3663. Call 816-607-3663. And the play of I don't know if you saw it, but Fletch was in the chat working our numbers into words. Ooh. And he uh, came up with a, there's a list. 816607, food, doof, <laughs> dome, done, phone with an F. <laughs> um, yeah, people really enjoyed dome. 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 816607, dome. I really like doof. D-O-M-E. I like doof a lot, too. That was the one that stuck it to me. It was like doof. <laughs> doof. <laughs> 607, doof. <laughs> food is good, too, though. Food's I mean, I love good. food. We could constantly be changing it, too, because they all work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird. yeah. Fletch Balls are put enough. E N O F. Enough. Enough. When he put uh, this most recent one, is that? <laughs> yeah. Noms. Noms. Nom, noms doesn't work because it's. He was just saying oh, no. noms to something else. Unrelated. Unrelated four letter comment in all caps. Unrelated. Yeah. He also at some point said, quote, we can read. Bull after bull, which clearly isn't true for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just read it out of context. Oh, um, my shit's all retarded, though. It's okay. I'm definitely retarded, too. You know, that's how I rage quit face bag. I know you're half retarded. I put a gif of uh, Mackie from <laughs> South Park with the triangle. You know, oh, retard alert. And someone literally, the first comment... Um, excuse me, my sister is developmentally disabled, and that's just really offensive, and, like, as a person who's, like, really into peace and love and stuff, like, you just shouldn't say that, because that, like, really hurts, and I was like, dude, I'm fucking retarded, so it's okay, and then everyone was like, oh, haha, lol, that makes so much sense. I know you're half retarded, So you're gonna get flipped off, and I'm gonna fucking heckle the shit out of you. I think if you just call yourself a retard, you can say retard, and like, duh, I say retard, because I am one, and so is fucking everybody else, so, yeah, take, yeah. Yeah, that's how I really feel. That's... (laughs) Buried in the last hour of my podcast, you can find how I really fucking feel. Oh, Everyone around me knows how I really feel because I just say you're retard and so many people ree about it. Speaking of how I really fucking feel, I'm so glad I didn't have to make a bot. Uh, oh, somebody gosh, put yeah. At show art, um, a kind gentleman wrote a new bot that just scrapes the art and posts it and doesn't do any other fucking cucked bullshit. 
Fantastic. I followed it. Yeah, so did I. It was good. I'm still going to learn to code, though. Yeah, seems useful. Because how the fuck are we going to take anything over if I don't know how to code? Hmm. How can well, we acquire access to your systems if I don't know how to code? I don't know if you recall the story about the billboard that the guy hacked into to play porn on. I did, But, in fact, you know, you just look for the login and username, which is often just posted and available. <laughs> if ever you just see it while sitting in your car, you username, can login. Maybe. Also, try... Also, you have Wi-Fi access, and then you're like, wow, could it be better? I doubt it. Um, Cold try... Acid asked about what was Tokyo Hot, because they said the... He played like 10 minutes of a porno called Tokyo Hot. But I scoured the internet and I was able to find Tokyo Hot is like a website, like a porn site. It looks like kind of like a tube site, but they produce their own stuff. Okay. Japanese based. But there wasn't really one, you know what I mean? It's just like all sorts of thousands of videos. So I just watched a few just to get a taste. And it was all Asian, all Japanese. There was like, that was the main thing. But then they had like, uh... It was like pale blondes a section or something where it was oh. like Western women. Oh. They were like blondes. Uh, you were they all blondes? blonde? For the most part, blonde, mm, yeah. I see. That must be like a subcategory fetish over there. It's like blondes. Hmm. Was there squid videos? I didn't see squids. Oh, squid videos. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I, I just didn't. I wasn't clicking through. There's just like something about the sea creature like writhing about. <laughs> you know me. I just Anyway. Like, you I just, just through. I just start with like basic amateur dorm room sex, and then I just keep adding more people. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like when you're like heavy R. Hmm, I don't really go on there. And I was like, come on, man, soccer mom. That's like my favorite video. Soccer mom. Oh, the inflatable soccer ball. Thing. Yeah, this guy puts a deflated soccer ball in a lady's vagina and then inflates it all the way. I mean, I like extreme insertions. Um. <laughs> What can I say? And it's definitely on there. It's also on eFucked. Last time I checked. eFucked has seen plenty of. Because that stuff is genuinely funny. E-F-U-K-T. Dot com. They, when Fletch was playing the guy that like talks shit. Oh yeah, like the, the shame porn. Yeah. He brings him in and he's like, why are you doing this? Because you're stupid. You're so fucking busted looking. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's fucking... He's a just savage. rips him apart. He is a savage. He's a real bastard. He's not necessarily wrong most of the time, but he's just an asshole. <laughs> like that poor <laughs> chick with the fucking lazy eye. And he's just like, all right, you know, I have to fucking ask, which one am I supposed to look at? <laughs> <laughs> and this fucking girl is like horrified looking, and she just points to like one of her eyes oh. and starts crying. Oh. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God, this is the... <sighs> gut-wrenching can't look away it's such a train wreck yeah and you get to the next one you laugh and you cry hey, man i'm fu- i'm <laughs> like i'm just as fucking raunchy nothing that pretty about my ass <laughs> whatever well you know to the eyes of some i suppose i mean one man's trash you know yeah from behind that long flowing hair <laughs> you're looking pretty good <laughs> i got okay butt cheeks that's oh, about all for sure nice <laughs> ass 10 out of 10. 10, 10 on dad ass. <coughs> so if you've been looking at Spence's ass, give us a call. 816-607-DOOF. <coughs> call the doof line. Oh, man. The USDA is spending 
hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure out if cows that eat hemp are going to cause us to have quote-unquote unacceptable con- concentrations of cannabinoids after consuming like meat and milk from That's them. So fucking stupid. Yeah, it's like they gave a grant of $200,000 to Kansas State University to do this research. Just stay the fuck out of my and, blood chemistry. Just stay out. Just stop monitoring well, no. my levels. Here's the goofiest thing. In 2015, Kansas State did this exact study. They just didn't like get the exact percentage of THC that comes through or whatever. But they um, gave out all the cannabinoids that showed up in their tests. It was like CBDA, THCAA, CBDVA, and CBCA. This is like those dorks on Mythbusters who like ate fucking poppy seed muffins until they popped a piss test for heroin. <laughs> they had to eat like fucking... It's exactly like pounds that. Pounds of it. <laughs> exactly. They eat pounds, pounds of fucking poppy seed muffins. They did eventually pop one. But what kills me is just like, wait, so cows can't eat hemp until they figure this out? Or like, is it cool to feed your hemp byproducts to your livestock? I actually have a perfect solution. Okay. Stay the fuck out of my blood chemistry levels. Stop monitoring the shit at all. Yeah. It's my own fucking blood. It's none of your business what it reads on a test. Stay the fuck out of it. Damn straight. Solved. There we go. Make me the fucking... That King of the so universe, easy. and I'll figure this shit out in like three <laughs> fucking days. Walk away dusting my hands like, well, that was easy, and what's next? Is this where we golf? Last week, we were talking about the bills <coughs> in the Vermont House and Senate. I remember. Um, And they are heading to the governor's desk after a compromise. They've decided that the excise tax rate is going to be 14%. The sales tax rate will be 6%, so those go together. And then municipalities are going to receive funds through license and distributor fees, not taxes. They also decided that if police suspect you of driving while high, they can't give you a saliva test. They have to get a search warrant, which is like a decent protection. Yeah, that's nice. Fuck that. Yeah, swab. And they also, the House tried to slip in the Vermont House... They tried to put in a section, two sections that they tried to slide in. One was like totally unrelated about seatbelts. That got cut out. I remember talking about that last week. So what's that all about? And the next one was that the House wanted to prohibit advertisements from the cannabis industry. Oh, God. And after our drive this weekend, like, those are crucial, man. Yeah, they're all over the and place, And they're funny. Too. A lot of them are lighthearted and fun. Doesn't matter if you're going to stop and buy it oh. or whatever, you know, just... It's easily, easily, all of the most interesting neon art and neon signs and ads are for weed. Like, yes, they're all the best looking, the most <laughs> colorful. Now, granted, I mean, I'm the fucking bullseye of the Target demo, so there's that caveat. But, dude, they look nice. They look nice. It's some, it's something very cool about looking up and seeing like a cross with a big pot leaf on it. Oh, and you know what else? You see so many liquor stores everywhere. Nice to see a dispensary every once in a while. Fuck. And it's like token blokes or some like goofy name <laughs> like, of, like always, you know. The stinky skunk or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so weed companies will be able to advertise in Vermont, which is only fair. Alice B. Tokeless's Brownie Emporium. <laughs> How's that for a dated ass hippie reference, you fucks? So what's that all about? Anyway. Another thing 
I've been noticing by keeping my eyes open and paying attention is that there's a lot of advertisement everywhere for pre-registering to vote. Like all of a sudden, it's every advertiser's duty to make sure you do your civic duty and vote. Well, the tech companies have been doing that for a couple of cycles. Like Facebook, are you ready to turn them out? 6.3 million people are registered to vote on Facebook. Are you ready to send them out? And now it's like fucking Walmart. Yeah. With a sign, are you registered to vote? You know what? It's none none of your your fucking business. business. Exactly. We're here to buy milk and look in the fucking clearance aisle. Stay out. And to, well, to bring the conversation bowl centric, there's some pre roll companies that are putting (laughs) voting registration information into their little, you know, packets and. You get your pre-roll, you learn how to register to vote. It just makes you wonder, like, what what's the motive there? What's the... Why? Why would... Okay, say I'm not registered to vote. Thanks for reminding me. And then I'm going to do it through your service, through your app. I'm going to fill out my name, my phone number, my address, this personal information. And then I'm going to give it to you so you can register me to vote or what? They take it to the county and then they register me to vote. And then they also have all my shit and they're going to, like, what? I mean, what's the what's the fucking motive there? That's where it gets kind of like greasy. Definitely. You know, that gets kind of greasy. If you need to register to vote, go to your county clerk and do it. Well, teach a man to register to vote, and he won't need your fucking annoying advertisements posted all over the goddamn place. <laughs> Rest in peace. They're gonna be in the fucking bathroom stalls middle. pretty soon. Did you register to vote? <laughs> Just trying to take a shit, man. <laughs> While you're pooping, think about how you're a bad american if you haven't registered to vote and fuck man think about the felons that get out of jail you know and they can't vote at all like the fucking fucked up expungement week let's talk about that how about how mean it is to all the people who cannot vote in this country so mean somebody ought to do something about it sorry i had to get the fucking time code (laughs) oh good good on you Good on you. <laughs> Something about while you're pooping, you're a bad American. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that's perfect. Matt Ned posted the best meme. Holy short. Have you registered to vote? It's a uh, girl getting blasted in the face with the concert tuba meme. And the Japanese schoolgirl uniforms. Fantastic. The girl getting blasted is me scrolling my timeline, and the blaster, of course, is Facebook. Have you registered to vote? Yeah, it gets old, definitely, for sure. All the time. You could do easily the same uh, if you're into brass memes. The one where the little brother is playing the trumpet behind his sister who's like holding her ears screaming and running away. It's another good one. Oh, that is a good one. (coughs) Brass memes, man. You can get some good brass memes going. I'm going to take trumpet lessons online. Oh, yeah? Are you? Yep. I don't know from where, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to get YouTube shit. Probably for kids. I'm going to look up like trumpet lessons for kids. (laughs) Like, if I was just a fourth grader, how would you teach me how to play this fucking thing? Please. That's how I'm going to do it. Talk to me like I'm five. <laughs> just uh, pretend I'm a fucking half retarded, okay? And then teach me how to play that trumpet based Hell on yeah. that. I can make it make loud noises. That you can. I had to remind you after we got back from vacation that 11 p.m. is not a great time to practice the trumpet, though. Hey, if Kansas City Southern can do it, I can fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Hey. When was the first time that you ever experienced a jump scare? 
I guarantee it was watching a movie, but I can't tell you what movie it was. Mm, probably The Ring or some nonsense. No, no. It was probably like um, the one with the Page Master. I think there might be a jump scare in there. Yeah, there is. The Page Master was definitely one of my earliest favorite movies. Yeah, mine too, actually. Saw that in and theaters, and uh, I was like the little kid who cracked the whole movie theater up because of the scene where I think that the dragon's attacking or something, but uh, Adventure gets his mustache like lit on fire at the end, and he like, ducks back into that cave, and his mustache still is burning, and then Horror's like, Oh, happy birthday! And blows the flame out. <laughs> And dude, as a kid, that just fucking hit me, right? And I just like started laughing because like that's a laugh point, right? Where everyone yeah. in the theater does the laugh that's the perfect juicy laugh. It sounds like canned laughter, but natural because it is. Everyone hits the laugh line. But then I like laugh louder and then it like persists after everyone's done laughing. So that I'm like dying in the theater, like the fourth row, but like way over the right by the wall. And then everybody's like looking over like, oh God. And then they're laughing all over again because his kid's fucking killed by the dumbass lowbrow happy birthday joke. Happy birthday. That, that, man, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so, got me, man. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. And it is during the, towards the end of the movie with the dragon scene. Mm-hmm. Cuts the tension. It really does. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, he's he, 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 people could die. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. My, uh, <clears throat> so that, you know, I'm guessing, that's a guess. But I will tell you the most memorable jump scare. Okay. It was a fifth grade history class. And <laughs> our, uh, <clears throat> our teacher was like a vet, an army vet, possibly prone to some PTSD, like a little, like, cuckoo feeling sometimes anyway we show up to class one day and um i think we were like talking about king philip's war in you know heads on sticks in the towns and the villages as a warning from king philip whatever and uh we come into class and like all the lights were off and it didn't look like our teacher had been there at all so we sat and we twiddled our thumbs. We bullshitted against, uh, amongst one another, one, blah, 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 one another. <laughs> and uh, fifteen minutes went by. So we were like, "Well, shit, it's been fifteen minutes. Our teacher's not here. I guess we can just like go roam the halls or whatever until the next period." We all people start to get up, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I shit you not. The coat closet doors come flying open and the fucking teacher jumps out with a zombie mask on and just scares (laughs) the life out of all of us. Desks were flipped. People were flying. It was epic. God damn. That's a... (laughs) None of my teachers would have gone to like that kind of effort (laughs) for anything. That's why I mentioned he's like an army vet, probably yeah. combed. Like he sat there in dead silence in the dark for fifteen minutes in yeah. a closet and knew it was like fifteen minutes. Like he really waited that one out. That's a bad. Why did he choose right my class? I don't know, but it was just our class that got that experience, and it was fucking epic. I will never forget that. That's a bad motherfucker who knows how to tie good knots. <laughs> and you know, then he had fifteen minutes of lessons covered. Damn. Just by punking our asses. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that it was so fun. And what was your first uh, jump scare experience? 
Well, it was like, oh man, I had remembered it too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so my first jump scare that I ever had was kind of a frequent one, and it also like helped me build a lot of nerve. The first time I ever got jump scared was by my dad. As you'd walk out and get in the car, he would always be the first in the car. And then as you'd walk by to get in the car, right when you were like the closest to the fucking car that you were going to get, he would honk the horn at you real loud. You know, oh. Just lay on the horn. <laughs> As yeah, you just like right by it. I was like, Woof, it really puts the fucking juice in you, man. <laughs> but over time, you know, you, you know, the first time that happens to you, it fucking rattles your cage. The second time that happens to you, you feel the lift of the rattle, but then you immediately know what's going on and you look up and you're like, eh, fuck you, dick. The third, fourth, fifth times, it kind of like softens immensely to where you get to the point where you can walk toward the car. You can kind of calculate when you're going to be closest <laughs> to the car so you know almost exactly when it's coming. And he tries to kind of fuck with timing after you get better at, at uh, anticipating, but no. Nah. You can walk by and, like, not even react, and the horn blasts, and you don't even, like, flinch or blink or anything. You just walk in and get in and don't, you don't pretend like nothing happened. That's a valuable skill that's... Uh, my dad terrorized into me. And now you're terrorizing it into our children. But he didn't come up to me and <laughs> he didn't come up to me in blackface ever, so that one got my square one when he did that to me last week. Oh come on. <laughs> it was like gray pale gray NPC face. <laughs> Excuse NPC you. NPC face. It oh, was yeah. NPC Once face. Once it dried all the way out. Mask. <laughs> I just like I've I'm not into that kind of stuff. And so, I, <gasps> one had fallen into my hands, and I was just like, well, shit, I guess I'll try it. They yes. banned this person yes. from yes. Facebook and yes. YouTube. Yes. <laughs> I like the slap in the For table. For shame. At the end yeah, I like the UFO. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a supporter of human beings. Human bangs. Bing bangs. That's right. Hey, we had some people share their stories with us. Ooh, let's listen. Uh,. I was calling in to yeah. leave the first time I ever, but I forgot what the first time I ever question was. Oh, this fellow's been <laughs> in the Fuck. bowl, huh? I had it, and I lost it. Sounds like Chris. Let me find it real quick. Sir, see, Bear sitter? with me. Yeah. Right. Okay. There it is. First he jump scare. He found it. it very fast. So That was impressive. Was about maybe six or seven. Nice execution. You're doing terrific. The Shatner episode of Twilight Zone where he's on the plane. He's like, there's something on the real plane. <laughs> And uh, he, I, he tries to forget about it. And then he, uh, after a while, opens up the curtain to the window on the plane. And when he does, that thing that looks like a cross between an Ewok and an Eskimo <laughs> gremlin thing just has its face pushed up against the window. Oh, shit. And oh it's so God. stupid looking now. But <laughs> back then, scared the shit out of me. And I swear for like a year after that, I was afraid to open windows at night like open <laughs> curtains because i was sure that thing's face was going to be pressed up against the oh jesus so that was my first jump scare um but yeah. anyway keep on token and i'll keep on stroking <laughs> yeah oh, that didn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> stroke on motherfucker <laughs> yeah you can stroke uh, if you got them i will say man there was a jump scare for me with windows too when i was little and it made me so afraid of windows there's a video on America's Funniest Home Videos where this dad 
made this like skeleton pop up in his in like the living room window while yeah. his son was sitting there. It scarred me for life. Oh man. To the point where I can tell you that story. I'm like, oh, I remember when I saw the thing that scared me. Made me scared of windows for a while. I'll tell you, one time a movie did like bleed over into real life. It was oh. the first time I saw. Saw. Oh, saw? And like. You saw, saw. I saw, saw. I saw, saw too. They were the worst. And three. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. They were the worst. Uh, there's a lot of like bad shit in there, but like gore doesn't really fucking like stay with me. But something about that little fucking pig mask, the the dude that would actually oh, snatch yeah. you and put you in the fucking thing. In the things. closet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The pig mask thing fucked with me. And uh, we were at the new house, and I had those fucking closet doors where <clears throat> they're building them in all the new houses now where, like, they don't have, like, a latch or anything like that. They're just kind of like a spring on the top, like a ball spring goes into a joint. So, like, it just clicks shut, and you just pull it open. You don't turn a knob and pull. You just pull straight out, right? Right. So... I, we had just moved in. I'd only been there like for less than a week. And I don't know, at some point when I'm like moved all my shit into the closet, I just kind of haphazardly stacked it. And so at some point, um, it had shifted and leaned against the door and I didn't know. Um, but I was like in that part of sleep where you're like falling asleep and you're pretty much asleep, but you're also not quite asleep. Mm-hmm. And the weight shifted again and it was enough shift forward to push the door open. Holy shit. So I'm, just about falling asleep <laughs> and my closet door like flies open on its own and i'm like i leap out of bed like before i even understand that i'm fucking awake i'm like out of the bed like punching what i was sure was pig face like trying to fucking and i'm just like punching like actually like a box of toys and like sweaters that were falling out of my shit and that's the exact reaction. That was so stressful. You though. had to my NPC face. Pretty close. Punch, yeah. punch, but, but you didn't. Yeah. You had quick reflexes, analyzed the situation, realized it was me, and saved, spared my life. There was a lot <laughs> of processing power up in the old brainium going on in a quick amount of time, for sure. Because, like, it's wild. Like, you know, when your brain just like, decides something and you're like, this is what's going on. And so to have that like change like four times in like less than a second is fucking wild. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Fucking wild. Well, hey, thank you for calling in. We got a f- couple more. So wait, oh, so I just I'm wanted waiting. to say I'm waiting. Go in ahead. two weeks, we're going to be on abs in a six pack. That's right. We accept not a, next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. Yeah. I believe it's October 7th. Save the day. Save the day. We'll we spam you with there. it. We'll span you with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night, night, net, net. Night, night. Wait, we there. have more. We have more jump scares. We got stories. a late start, so I, we understand if you have to take a rest. More jump scare stories. But we've got more jump scare stories. More stick. <laughs> <laughs> now with fifty percent more stick. First time I ever had a jump scare. I was probably too young to really remember. I I come from a family of practical jokers. Uh huh. So my older brothers, my dad, even my mom, we we all got laughs from uh, you know scaring each other like that. And my sister and I used to uh, do, we'd stay up late watching unsolved mysteries uh, alone in the house, and then uh, freak freak each other out. And uh, so plenty of jump scare moments there, just from you know the wind blowing around corners on the outside of the house. Or, you know, purposefully jumping out from behind a corner to 
scare each other. Mm -hmm. Too many jump scares to really remember the first time, but um, all the same. I love you guys, and I love your show. Aww. Don't look behind you. Ah! Oh, oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> Those drums look a lot closer, man. Fucking God. <laughs> I'm going to need ah. a bowl after that. Jesus. For real. Thank you, Fletch. Yeah, I love you, Fletch. Yeah, I was really actually glad because... I remembered that jump scare, which had to be like one of the earliest, but there were a lot to be had too. Just of common like stomping towards you or, oh, I didn't see you there, or like grabbing your shoulders when you didn't realize there was somebody else in the room. That kind of shit was common in my ass too. And uh, the s most fucking scared I've ever, the first time I was ever like just fucking scared and out of my hand situation was when I was probably like eight or nine. This wasn't a jump scare because I was thinking about this one. This is what came to my mind when I was like, well, first time would have been. Eh. But then when you're eight or nine, you're too old. But anyway, the story's worth it. Is I was coming out. I was like all alone in this church. We had just started going to this church pretty much. It was the first Baptist church. It was fucking huge. It was one of like, the biggest ones in town. And I'm in the basement at this kid something or other. I don't know. It was like a fucking Halloween or something. I don't know. But it was nighttime. But then I had gone to the bathroom it was like we everyone had their snack and everyone had their thing and then they're wrapping up and getting their coats and I went to the bathroom, went in the bathroom, and then as I come out of the bathroom, I flick the light off just by habit of like always turn the light off. And I flick the light off and then everyone had gone and left and they didn't realize I was in the bathroom. Like everyone. <laughs> like more than just like everyone. Everyone. The teachers, all the rest of the kids, my parents, everyone was gone. And the lights were out. And so the only light in the basement was that fucking light that was in the bathroom. <laughs> So when I flick the bathroom light off, it was total darkness <laughs> in that instant. And then I froze. And then the only sound is the bathroom door shutting oh, behind shit. me. So it just shuts. And so I did draw it. And it was just like later I was like telling the story. And then I like drew it in my like a school journal or something. And then I just drew like the comic book like all black with like white eyes just with the the dark eyes. people it's like just the eyes and a sea of blackness i 100 percent felt that way <laughs> just like standing there like not saying anything not doing anything just like, oh it is all the way dark <laughs> i don't i don't remember how that one got solved but i think i eventually like was able to back up into the bathroom and turn that light on and then get somewhere with. you figured it out i figured it out. oh we have another story Ooh, another jump scare story can you believe it i can believe it it's a bonus story Oh yeah, I want to tell you about another another jump scare time. So, uh, I used to, well, before I was 18, before I could get charges pressed on me as an adult, I would, uh, you know, break into, well, not really break in, but sneak in <laughs> to abandoned buildings and such. Unauthorized. And uh, I would do this with buddies from high school. And uh, this one time, excuse me, I had to light a cigarette. We, we drove to another town about 20 miles away because we knew there was a sweet, run-down hotel. And uh, the only way in was, like, through this. It's not really a basement. In East Texas, we can't have basements because the water table's too high. That's right, yeah. So it, it was kind of like a split-level basement sort of, anyway, like a maintenance room. Okay. So we, we get in through the window there and then get into the hotel. And uh, as we're... Walking into that hotel, we heard, like, uh, some footsteps. So, like, what the fuck is that? So we're making our way up the staircase uh, to go up to the roof, and then all of a sudden, this guy jumps out from behind a wall and says, Stick! 
Oh, oh dang, we got sticked. Got stuck right <laughs> <in> the stick. <laughs> oh, solid. Mm. Well done. Well played. Well played. Well played. Man, that reminds me of uh, exploring some old hospitals. Yes. In the area of where I grew up until... One time there was a cop in one of them and uh <sighs> there's always a cop on a long enough timeline. Someone right? you may or may not know was sucking on a mint candy or some sort of like hard candy that was red and it made my tongue <laughs> so on this person that you may or may not know, it made their tongue red. <laughs> and the cop looked at them and was like, Is that blood? Have you been drinking blood? <laughs> No, you dumb motherfuckers. This is a rundown <laughs> hospital. There's no blood here. There's no fresh blood here. Yes, I come here to feast upon blood. Unbelievable. Our tax money. Wouldn't surprise me. Dorks you used to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> well, just dork in general. I'm an only child. I did not get the privilege of jump scares. I didn't have young parents either. I was raised by my great-grandparents. Right. I had a very low-activity upbringing. And then I met you, <laughs> and like, <laughs> you just beat the humor into me, okay? I got because activities. I was pretty uptight when you met me, I feel like. Yeah, a bit. I'm, st- a I'm bit. still winding down. I've got a ways to go. I'd say a bit. There was, one, like- there was one time where I was just trying to get away, and you fucking tried to keep me there and ripped my t-shirt well, off remember- of my back, but <laughs> I, remember- I got away. I remember a better story when you bought me... <laughs> this giant diamond ring and you came to my head shop <laughs> that i was working at with it and you were like i love you so much baby and i opened this box and i just see this giant gold ring with a huge stone in the middle i was like holy shit i love you and i went to pick it up and put it on my finger and it was like a trap box with a coffee mug attached to it so the ring was the handle of the coffee mug. Like you just slide your finger in. <coughs> I was so <laughs> I didn't find it humorous then, but now I do. She was all I, pissed about it. We still have it. it. <laughs> Fucking uptight about it and shit. I was like, dude. Like you know, she's allowed to we come still- to me at the first week and be like, oh. I might see ghosts sometimes, mm, like trying to freak me out. Shit, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I might give you a ring that's actually a coffee mug sometimes. <laughs> just, you know, it was fucking funny. You can fucking deal with it. It was pretty goddamn hilarious. It was a good Looking one. back on it, it was a good one. But in the moment, I mean, we were still celebrating our month anniversaries then. I think, but it I was, was like really hyped up. On. I was like really hyped up. And you were I was 18. Ready. The first. Like, when we started dating, I remember calling my granny and being like, I'm going to marry this man. Like, this guy is fucking awesome. I'm going to marry him. I just said it out loud and, like, wasn't even thinking. Here we are. Yeah. Well, when you know, you know. And when you speak wishes out loud, they sometimes come true. It is true. And that's why it's important not to waste your wishes. That's right. Can't be wasting them. But you can be wasted. Thanks for hanging out in the bowl with us tonight. Yeah, it was a great night. Great times we had. Our wish is that you join us again next Tuesday at 10 Central. And leave us a voicemail. 816-607-DOOF. D-O-O-F. <laughs> 3663, if you can't read. That's right. Letters, but numbers are cool. See you next time. And may your bowls burn ever brighter. I'm being baked. 
I'm being baked like a cake. Spark one up. Rock on. Smoke on.